Hello and welcome to episode four of the Weird Science Rant and Rave podcast for the week of June 17th, 2018. It's Father's Day. So if you're a father, happy Father's Day. I am one five over. I have five boys and only one of them has said happy Father's Day so far. So there you have it. But I'm going to get on with this by hitting the dancing mic song. have a rent rave line it is 641-715-3900 you enter extension 452328 followed by the pound sign it's just that easy it is just that easy wrong turn even wrong turn may be able to call in i doubt it i i don't really think he would but also you can also send us a voice file a audio file at weird science dc comics at gmail.com uh which most do by now we have one tonight that's actually using the rent and rave line but we are going to start with one that was mailed in mailed in indeed that's like eric on every podcast he mails it in but that is dancing mike eventually hi jim harry he greetings eric hello hello mother first of all need to give a shout out to the get fresh crew let's boop, see. Boop. I want to be loved by you, by you, and nobody else but you. I want to be loved by you alone. And of course, I need to give a very special shout out to the king of the Get Fresh crew who returned on Twitter this week. Yes, he did. He is Richard Richardson. Richard Richardson here. Long may he reign. Yes. Anyway, this is going to start off a bit political, but not the way you guys Here we go. expect from me, because I am actually taking a position that many of you might not expect. I'm now, not I know you realize in the past that I've had my disagreements baloney. with the mainstream media in this country, <laughs> but I have to admit, however begrudgingly, that I agree with several of the points the mainstream media were making earlier this week. Just like many members of the media, I am absolutely sickened that the President of the United States of America meets on foreign soil with a dictator, praises that dictator, 
and shakes hands with that dictator. This, this is not going to be what you think it is, people. <laughs> Don't be fooled. I know Dancing Mike. This is going to be pulled around and probably talk about uh, the former president, not the president we have right now. That's just my guess. I've not listened to these, so I can't say either way. But I, I have a feeling I have a feeling this is not going to be about our current president. Dictator for photo ops. A uh, dictator. Uh, I get not to uh, disrupt uh, this uh, political rant rave here, but I remember I've mentioned on the podcast one of my favorite uh, uses of prop comedy was a guy who went into I think it was my ninth grade civics class, and we were learning about different forms of government. And one was dictator. I think he had to make a presentation. It was one of those you just had to stand up at your desk. You didn't even have to go up and like a dictator is a guy who does this and controls everything and da 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 and uh, he. He ended up, nobody knew, he ended up bringing a potato into class and he stood up and put the potato at his groin and said, this is a dictator. And I still to this day think that that is the best use of prop comedy since Carrot Top and uh, or since and before. And uh, I think he got uh, like a week's detention for that, but I think it was worth it. He got a lot of applause. Uh, I remember uh, everybody loving that joke. All while ignoring the fact that there are countless political prisoners and rampant human rights violations under that dictator's rule. And the, the vast majority of the people in the country are living in poverty and deplorable conditions, while the very few in the ruling class it. have access to I'm waiting for the twist. every imaginable luxury. I, I even have my thing here on and the ding. This is all kept off by the fact that the American flag is the go. same size and placed at the same height as the flag of a foreign country. Which, just like the whole meeting itself, gives legitimacy, gives legitimacy to it. this dictator on the world Keep stage. Going. Yes, just like the American press, I am just infuriated by Barack Hussein Obama's there meeting we go. with Cuban dictator Raul Castro I in March it. 2016. I knew it. Wait, that's not what they were talking about? No, that's not what they were talking about. Oh, never mind then. He says, never mind then. And uh, my little political deal here, I will respond. A dancing mic. Uh, the only response I have is I have become very depressed lately, uh, in general, from not just politics, but just everything, fandom, all this stuff. Uh, you know, it even goes full out for maybe even the Tom King Batman, but it also goes to like a Justice League. I, I go on Twitter or any social media or I go on TV and see these things. And really what we've uh, become are a bunch of people who argue uh, not who is best or what is best or what is best for the people or what we think is the greatest thing ever. We are all fighting about which one is not as bad. It's, you know, I did this, but that guy did something worse. Or, you know, my guy, he might be awful, but your guy was just a little bit more awful. And I just wish that we'd all get back to an idea of trying to get things that are good and trying to get things that are great. And everybody, you know, I'd love to say everybody get along. We won't. Uh, but it just, I hate this idea. This even goes with when you have uh, Roseanne. Her show gets canceled because she says awful things. And it doesn't become the people 
people saying, oh my God, Roseanne, that was awful. Roseanne did that. No, then it's, but what about Bill Maher? He says worse things. Or what about this? Or I see when somebody gets in trouble for, you know, uh, harassment and gets some sort of penalty or whatever. It's not, oh my God, that guy deserves it. It's, but what about my guy? He wasn't as bad. He only harassed 10 people and he got worse. And that, do. And I just, I just wonder when we're going to get back to, you know, instead of immediately fighting about which guy is not as bad or who's worse, let's talk about who's best. I just, it doesn't fury me. And I don't want you, uh, having a next week, a 30 minute rent right on him, Mike. Because I, again, this is just in general. It doesn't have to do with just the president and the former president and the president before him and this and that and the other thing. It's everything in life anymore with me. It's not like uh, you have where you have a comic creator who seems to have stolen something from uh, right out of an old comic and it's he's called on it and his fans say, yeah, well, you know, everything's kind of stolen. Everything gets lifted now and again. Oh, my God, there's so many stories now. How could you not steal things from it? And it's just we are lowering the the, the level. The, the playing field has been lowered so much now that it's just that people are happy that their guy is just not as awful as the other person's guy. And I just – it gets me sad. I am getting to an age where I'm starting to get reflective on how awful everything in this world is. And I see why. When I was growing up, I'd hear these people, you know, this is like I'm 12. And I hear this like, oh, my grandfather, he's ready to die. And he, you know, he's just, he needed to go. He was ready to die. And I, I, I see why now. I see why, because as you get older, you realize that this world's a bunch of bull crap. And yeah, I think I'm ready. Take me. Take me now. I say, as a 12-year-old, I'm going to fight till the, the day I end up dying. They're going to have to pull me into the, you know, they're going to have to come. The Grim Reaper is going to have to really fight me for this. Now I realize I see that Grim Reaper. I uh, open arms. I'm going to greet him with and just get rid of this nonsense. Uh, but hey, there you go. And I'm, I'm just glad that the mainstream media and and that's about as political as I'm going to get. There you go. You just got it from me, Mike. And again, it's not even saying you're wrong. I'm just saying in general, I just wish we'd all come to this agreement that we want better. And and to me, I think that one of the other things is nowadays, and I see it with my kids or whatever, you see something and it's like, oh, it's good enough. I mean, I this is where I come from and doing the, the comics and things. I'm like, you're my age. Where we go. And I was always in the idea of it can always be better. And, you know, you, you can impress me with something, but you can always do better. Everybody's just given up. I, I just, in, and I'm talking mainly now in comics and things like that, where you get a story and you're like, oh, well, you know, Batman said he was Batman in it. So I guess, you know, that's a 10 out of 10. I learned it with these reviews. Yeah, they really showed me who Batman was in this. Well, really, I, I thought we all knew who Batman was. I, I don't need a comic to show me that. I don't need a comic to show me what Green Arrow is really about because that's why I'm a fan of Green Arrow. I know already. I don't know if, if you, anybody else does. I guess they don't. Or this week we had Detective Comics and you'll hear in the main podcast if you listen to that, that'll be coming out later tonight where we have an issue that I think is, is complete and utter garbage. And with that, I see reviews. 10 out of 10. It really showed me the, uh, the Batman beneath the surface. Oh, really? Did it? I would think that you know this already if you're reviewing the book. So stop your nonsense. 
country are... See, this is what you do, Mike. You're killing me. You're killing me. ...so objective and free of any bias or hypocrisy. Yep. Speaking of general outlooks on life and or dispositions, you mentioned in one of your many podcasts that... Many. Some people may hate listen to your podcast yes. or hate read. I think, I think that me and you are both hate listening to each other now. <laughs> and that's the thing. All in all, I never get mad at like this political stuff or whatever. Uh, it just confuses me. I actually look at myself as like an outside observer and, and sit there and watch and things like that. What little I do. And I don't know enough. And this is why when I say I don't talk politics on the podcast, it isn't really the idea of, hey, you don't talk politics and religion, because that's gone out the window in most things anyway. I don't know what people don't talk about now. I, I have wrong turn who comes up to me. Now it's wrong turn. But how much money you make a week? I'm like, you don't ask people that. That's not something you ask, but people do. But yeah, I just look and in general just get sad. I, I do. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I do think people hate listening to us. And people probably hate listening to this rant and rape show. And that's that's fine. And I realize, too, that I get very emotional. And I realize that if there is going to be hate listens, the hate is towards me. I, I can take it. That's fine. People probably sit there, oh, there he goes again, that asshole. And uh, I can't stand him. And he always thinks he's right. And I don't. I just want to tell you how I I feel, and then try to convince you I'm right. Certain comics. I am not one of those people. I generally have a pretty positive outlook on life and don't want to go around being angry all the time, which leads to what oh, I me. did this week. I called That's the Golden secret. Age 1942 and dropped Batman from my pool list. Yeah. He told and me that. And I don't know. I just he's, And this is the thing. He's making a stand. And when we met to stand on the podcast and said, okay, and I also said, again, we'll go back to the hate listen, where I think that people, and we got comments and people telling us uh, that basically they were sick of hearing us say the same things. And I agree. I agree because it, it hasn't changed. My My complaints about Tom King's Batman run are still my complaints about Tom King's Batman run, and I'm actually getting sick of talking about it too. Uh, and we were just going to drop it completely. We put it on the Patreon, not as a, a money-making deal or try to convince people. We just did because people in the Patreon, they wanted to hear it. They pay us, so we, we give it to them. Uh, but in general... I just, I'm sick of talking about something that I don't like, and I think people were sick of hearing something that we don't like because they like it, but my complaints are always going to be the same until they change. I, I, I can sit here and go through the idea of every side character, except possibly Selena in that book is a prop. Everything is set up to be a prop for the next scene. Everything's based on wow moments that are fan service that people can go, oh my goodness, and by the end of an issue, you don't get enough story then in between issues you barely have connection to one issue to the other and arc to arc none then you, you just go with the idea that since batman has asked selena to marry him he has become a secondary character in his own book and again I said, secondary characters are props in Tom King's run. Batman's a prop now. He does nothing. He stands there. He doesn't even say things. And this this last deal infuriates me. We had the Ivy, then the Booster Gold, and then now this Joker story with no setup to the wedding. No setup with his family and all these. We have these preludes that Tim Seeley has to do to, to remind people who these characters are because fans of Tom King seem to not read everything else. They don't know who Damien is. They don't know who Becker is. I see people 
commenting, oh my God, Tom King has done so much for the dynamic of the Bat family. Yeah, he has. He's ruined it. There's no Bat family. There's no dynamic. So I guess that is doing something for it. It's nonsense. But if you like it, you like it, and you like it for your other reasons. Some people say they like it just because they can just read it and get done with it and enjoy a little Batman, you know, wow moments. If that's what you want, then that's great. It's not what I want. Don't. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm not a liberal. I don't have the energy to just get up every day, every morning. It's like, what can I be upset about? What can I be offended by? And I'm just not going to pay for anything that I'm not enjoying anymore just to be upset about it. So, And I think I gave Mr. King more than enough time to turn the Batman title back into something I can... And actually, I stopped to tell... (laughs) Dancing Mike and everybody. Uh, the the main thing is we want if we were going to make a stand, I wanted to make it uh, before the wedding because obviously if we have it on the podcast, I'm not going to pretend that maybe having this on the podcast and the wedding issue, which we're not going to talk about on the main podcast, and you know, I it's almost like a hey, you think that we do everything for clicks or you think we do this or that? And we no, we're not. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about Mister Miracle. Because I have the same problems about that, so does Eric. And I want to be, you know, a little more positive on the podcast, though this week you'll never know. Um, but I'm not going to pretend. I'm not going to make up that I like it. And I don't want to have it where we just say, okay, we didn't really like it, but how about we just accentuate what we did like and talk about the art the whole time and whatever. No, unfortunately, if you want to listen to Batman, you can go listen to another podcast and see if they like it or not like it. And then decide at the end, are they telling you exactly? Exactly what they feel. Are they giving you a full out idea of what's going on? Or maybe you think, you know what, even if Jim and Eric hated it, at least I can tell that they understood and, and read it and all this and wanted to talk about it in length because there's times when we would talk about an issue for an hour and a half. And, you know, most podcasts that I see out there are less than that. So we did take time doing it. It's just that we didn't like it. So, you know, I was thinking it was going on deaf ears after a while and people were just tuning in just to hear us yell and not actually hear us talk about the book itself, which I still think we did. I still think we talked about the deal and let you know what happened and, and how we felt. So enjoy. I'm extending this this Rant and Rave podcast so much. I, I told Eric I was not going to do this. I said, I'm not going to pause. I'm just going to talk a little over with the callers. <laughs> and instead, I do this, and I'm three minutes into Dancing Mike's call, and I've already recorded 16 minutes. This, this podcast is going to be four hours long. But I don't see that happening anytime during his run. So I have dropped Batman. I'm hoping that it changes at 51. For a long time. That, and again, I'll pause here. I actually am hoping that this whole wedding, this whole thing actually has kind of taken him over. Kind of, I don't know how to really explain it. Not, not took him by surprise, but it has kind of messed up with any storytelling he wants to do, uh, because of the fact that everything has to be about Selena. And maybe once Selena has her own book, Batman gets back to being Batman. We can get back to something possibly around what I am Gotham was. And even when I am suicide started and I am Bane, uh, that stuff I actually was enjoying. And then it just kind of disappeared. And now it's on to nonsense. Um, let's see, more nonsense. Jim, I noticed something. You have the vocal mannerisms of a very f- accomplished and celebrated sports announcer. I hope it's Marv Albert. Because every time you say across, it reminds me of the vocal stylings of one Chris Collinsworth. Damn it! that you are a big fan of Chris. I wanted it to be Marv Albert. Chris Collinsworth. Yes! And- From downtown! Don't I sound like that? 
Yes, Brad Doherty. Want to do everything you can to say, to sound just like him. So yes, every time oh, you, I, I used to like Chris Collinsworth. I don't anymore. You go across one of those, um, come across yes. that word. Just think of. I'm, I'm never going like to say that word again. And you mentioned also that uh, Def Leppard and Journey, you said they don't get much play anymore. Actually, that is a huge, huge tour this year. Um, the night that we went, it was uh, Thompson Bowling Arena, which is where the uh, UT Basketball Vols play, although I don't really watch it. But oh. it's, it's a pretty big arena. And, um, some- I'm saying I, what I meant was I do not hear the young kids saying, hey, I love that Journey. I love that. Now, uh, I will tell you, I think that Journey had like a, a big uh, upswing. I think that they did a bunch of songs on Glee, and that's years and years ago. But yeah, I, I do not hear the youngsters talking about Def Leppard. Concerts are actually coming back to Knoxville now because I think they got off back onto the ticket uh, Ticketmaster system and yeah. uh, Live Nation, all that. Anyway, um, yeah, so my uh, the friend of mine who I went with, Besides Mrs. Dancing Mike, he actually said he looked at uh, the uh, tickets. The Dancing Mike, it, Mrs. Dancing Mike is not just a friend. That is Mrs. Dancing Mike, Mike. Before the day of the concert, there were 17, 17 tickets available. Uh, so, yes, it was packed to the rafters. It was very, very, very full. So, yeah, they are doing well because some people still like. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, there there are old people like us who still want to see a ride, what Michael probably say, a show where people play their own instruments and actually sing without autotune. Let me hear. Uh, established bands, good music and real music. So. Yes, real music. I know. And uh, let's, I agree. See, let's see more, more nonsense is. I've been hearing you talk late, lately about Lady Jessica is dropping Eric, Eric off at work. So Lady Jessica <laughs> yes. is dropping Eric off at work on her way to work. Yeah. This is springtime. It's still yes, spring. Yes, it is. So why the hell is the Halloween store open right now? Ooh. I don't understand. <laughs> don't say it. She's been telling Eric she wants to quit her job. He keeps telling her no. The hell. Anyway... Um, yeah, so I guess I will actually get to talk about a lot of books I got this week. I got a lot of books. I think I got eight, well, nine, if you count oh Betty and Veronica Dykes, which is mostly for Mrs. Dancing Mike, but like I said, yes. I like those little stories too for a bit. I do too. So, um, I think Trevor was asking about Deja Thoris. I got issue number five. I think a lot happened in this issue. Um, there was a lot of, so they found Elysium, but oh. they found the water, but now the water's yes. kind of, I don't want to give, but the water's kind of gone now. Don't they spoil things, it. It, it was, and some things happened and some people died and some things like that. So I think it's moving along quite well. It was a few, it was Spoilers, a bit boring man. during the Damn. first, but I liked it. That's cool. Also got, uh, by IDW 30 Days of Night, number six, issue six. And That's I didn't know until I got to the end of the issue. Well, I mean, it That's said the over. end, and I looked in the back, and it said issue six of six. Yeah. I'd never seen the of I six didn't anywhere else, not on the Fresh Comics app, not anywhere else. So apparently, it is over right now. We have a review of that on the site. Polly P did it, and uh, I think he might have been surprised that it was the last issue, too. But it, was, I mean, it had a nice wrap-up, and like I said, I don't know anything about the movie. I don't know if this follows the movie at all. I think the basic premise, of course, it follows, but... Yeah. I never saw the movie or movies and don't know, but I really enjoyed this. It was like a horror uh, horror movie in a comic form. So you might want to pick up the graphic novel if you're so inclined to like that stuff. And there were lots of nice uh, ultra-violent scenes actually saved for this uh, finale. And uh, if there is a shortage of red ink in the coming months, it's because they printed because too many copies of that book. Is there Dracula? That's all I will say about that, but I enjoyed that immensely. 
And then I've got lots of DC. So let's see. No particular order. Man go. of Steel, number Man three. Steel. Oh, I, I don't have my sound. I'm enjoying this <laughs> series. I, like I said, I had no connection to the new 52 slash okay. Superman and all that. But I I like where this series is going. I, I, I like it enough. I think that it's very, uh, you know, a general like. Uh, I want a little more. It seems that Bendis is just trying to show you that he knows the character. I will tell you that next week's issue has a little bit of a snafu there, though. I, know I should get the spoilers, man, damn again, but I've read next week's issue, and eh, I have a problem. But. I look, there's a little bit of mystery going on, and yep. I got Supergirl back in there, so I, yeah, I am love enjoying in there. Uh, Man of Steel more than some other people are. Probably am enjoying it more than one Brandon Murray. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did we get? Um, Can Brandon enjoy or not enjoy something that he doesn't read? I don't even know if he's reading it anymore. He probably is. He, he hate listens everything. I, I think Brandon's the number one hate listener of the podcast. He just won't admit it. Let's, let's try to shuffle these to where I don't know. Oh, oh, I did get Mage the Hero Denied number nine from. I know uh, he likes it. Image Comics also. That's the other one I got that was not DC. And actually, I said I was trade waiting for these. Apparently, I. Every, even though I've checked Fresh Comics every week because yep. I heard you guys saying Fresh Comics. That's where I, I look. Once they it gets a little wonky sometimes. Discontinue the Comicsology pull list. I was looking for somewhere to grab uh, yep. comics, and I heard you guys say Fresh Comics, so I downloaded that app. They snuck one by the goalie, so apparently they did release the fourth volume of the previous, you know, Mage the Hero Defined yeah, the Fresh Comics gets in a little May, wonky but sometimes. I missed that, so I did order that this week. So maybe I can finally start reading Mage starting next week. Nice. It's going away this weekend. Um, so, yeah, um, I, like I said, I got Mage, and I'm going to continue that, and I enjoy that. Detective Comics, number 982. Yeah. So I know it's a fill-in issue, and it yeah. was kind of, eh, I'd say it was yeah, like I think eh. Jim says pretty derivative and yeah. yeah I don't I don't know I I hate it it was okay but I hated it what got me is it's the worst so when the the Bat family shows up we <laughs> don't get Jason Todd or nope. Tim Drake but we do get Duke Signal Thomas yep, in do. his full Tweety Bird regalia. And Believe that, me, Mike, in the podcast, I say, I think that that was added afterwards, possibly over what would have been Jason Todd, just to make it seem like it was more current. Uh, I think that this issue was written a long time ago, uh, and that they wanted to make it seem like, you know, that was going on, because right away, the, the villain is Deacon Blackfire, and they say the last time that he's been around was during Batman Eternal. The description of that, they say Batman Eternal, of what happened with him and the Spectre. He's been in Rebirth, though, in Birds of Prey. Uh, so either they didn't know that or whatnot, but I, I actually think that Duke was put in almost like a color form deal. Boom, I'll put him in. Let's pretend that this is current. That reminds me. See, seeing Duke in his Tweety Bird suit. I'm sorry, Duke Signal Thomas in his Tweety yes. Bird suit reminded me. Signal. You guys always talk about how you like Duke Thomas, and you almost always reference the We Are Robin series. Now, I didn't read that series. Yeah, I like But Duke. what did you guys like about that series? I liked it because there were uh, younger heroes. Uh, I did like it at that point because in that part of that DCYOU, number one, there wasn't even Batman. He was dead at that point. And you had Gordon in the robo suit. Uh, Teen Titans sucked. 
at that point. Uh, just basically, I liked that there was a young hero book that I actually liked the dialogue and the art and went with it. It ended up like most of those DCYOU books. It ended up kind of ending really rushed to get to Rebirth and to cancel it and all that sort of deal. But I actually liked a book with younger heroes that I didn't want to kill myself reading. It's basically all it was. Eric liked it a lot more than I did. Uh, but I did like Duke. I liked Duke, the idea that he uh, was his own guy. Then once we got to that signal deal in Rebirth, I kind of started getting away from it because it didn't seem like what Duke really was to me and how I wanted him to be. But again, I just liked him as a character, something different. And I thought that it was going to play out different, not just let me get him in a yellow suit and he works during the day. And obviously, the the Duke, Duke Thomas character, people did like – People didn't like that signal book, and it had a lot of problems, and now I really think that it's ruined the character, and we're not going to see that much of him. We're going to see him in things like this, where all of a sudden they want to remind you that he's around, but yeah, I did like him. Oh, I remember it was Duke Thomas using all of his metahuman powers to fight crime. That's what you guys liked about that, didn't you? That Duke Thomas no, was a metahuman? he did not That's have metahuman powers. Robin. That. That's what was so fond about that. So I think that the Duke Thomas you guys like is the one that Snyder went ahead and ruined with the midichlorian metagene because, you no, know, I told you, they ruined the metal, brother. So again, and because of that, it ruined it for everybody. I said, I don't think that we're going to see much of them anymore. And just like with Harper Blow and her overblown origin from Batman and Robin Eternal that made Snyder's Batman into even more of an obtuse asshole, Snyder can't have a character just be or exist no, he has to make. I think they were just trying. They were trying to figure out a way to get him involved. It didn't work. I mean, I people it didn't want. You have first off, you have Damien who still goes by Robin. You, you're not going to change that up, so you can't have Duke be Robin. So that's forced into making it something different. And then they tried to make it something different. It didn't work. Everything epic, and say it with me, kids. When everything is epic, nothing, nothing. is epic. nothing is good. Oh, I which is up. why. Metal, brother, came off as feeling small to a lot of people. And No Justice came off as feeling small to a lot of people. And why I think in the end, Snyder's Justice League run is going to always run the risk of feeling small. When you're shouting all the time and your ultimate goal in Endgame is to set up the next big event or series, I don't think anything is going to have an impact in the long run. And it all becomes white noise. But maybe that's just me. And I thought your he turned on his CB. And I think that Snyder's whole metal brother is like an STD spreading throughout the DC universe. Brother. Which brings me hey, to brother. this week's Wonder Woman. So you have Dark Gods. You have... Uh, oh, that's a good transition. I don't know. Dark Gods. You got Dark Gods. Got, I don't know. Other <laughs> new... <laughs> Please get mad about the uh, power of Athena and her wisdom. Please, Mike. New Gods and uh, Dark Universe. And uh, just, I'm tired of hearing about that stuff. But yeah, I uh, did enjoy this issue, though, uh, overall, with, with all, all the references to all the new gods, dark gods. And I hated it. King Best. I don't believe in King Best. King I'm a big Best. Ringo fan myself. Yeah, I, I, but, like, um, I like Ringo King as well. Best, King Best, Pete Best. I don't know. Anyway, I uh, did enjoy Wonder Woman, even though it was a Jason story. And I- it, 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 They got rid of King Best uh, because uh, Paul, Paul was jealous that he was too good looking. Uh, we know that, Mike. Don't know if they're going to kill off Jason, but I liked Jason in this Jason's issue. I okay. thought it was a good Jason story. Oh, my goodness. Really I much. hated it. 
So there you go. Um, I, I hate it. Basically, everything that we learn was because Jason out of nowhere. And it's not out of nowhere. It's supposed to be the abilities of this armor. But you know what? The wisdom of Athena tells me that that's this god. And and oh wait, it told me that it's that god. And and it does this. And it was such a forced narration to do that. Then Eric's sitting there, and I say on the podcast at one point, he's there. I just want to know more about this armor. I'm like, really? Go and look at the main gods of the Greek pantheon, and I'll tell you what the abilities of this armor is. That's all it is. I mean, when oh my god, the the speed of Hermes. Boom. There you go. So just go down the line. That's there's the abilities, and uh, he's all intrigued by it. I'm like, I can give you pretty much a list of what they're going to be. Um, Plastic Man by Gail Simone was not as fun no. as I thought it would be, and, and I'm glad you you say that because that is my main point of my uh, talking with Reggie and Eric on it as well. Again, leading me to be more and more depressed. But um, they are rebooting the origin a bit, which yeah. is okay. It was a good issue though, so I will see where Plastic Man goes, and I'm on board for those six issues because it is Gail. Simone, and I had no problems with it. I mean, it wasn't as fun or, or wacky as I thought it would be, but it did have some some good moments, and uh, I I like her writing, so I'm on board with Plastic Man for now. And then the last issue I got this week was Hawkman, and I heard the guys, your guys' spotlight. I love Hawkman. I read that whole death of Hawkman, which turned out to be bullshit because they killed him in the yeah. end, but I like how they are going with very, you know, very the, the choose your own origin and yep. all the different origins. I think that's a, that's a nice way to um I agree. to handle it and also the fact that even though it's just spinning I actually up- really like this issue and I'm not a Hawkman fan and I really really liked it. I thought it was fun. It's trying to deal with the idea that all of these crazy, you know, origins and you kind of can, you know, look into them and think that they all existed. I thought that it was really well done. I really thought that it was it was so much better than I ever thought it was going to be. The pages of metal, it is not because like Jim said, if it were all about dark metal and the dark universe, I would have been out. Yeah. But I enjoyed this one. I'm did so enjoy glad the art. he did. I've never been, you know, one way or another on Brian Hitch's art, but I do like I the, the fact he did great. say it was kind of like an Indiana Jones yeah. style for uh, Carter Hall in this. And I enjoyed um, this issue of Hawkman. And I, as far as I'm going, I, I, I think Jim gave it an eight. I would go yep. eight, 8.5. I really, really enjoyed it. I could even go I'm that high. JSA slash Hawkman fan. So that should come as no surprise that I would like a Hawkman book that is handled where he is handled well. So we will see if it can catch on with people this time. But I do have a big, big, big problem with one part. Oh no! Of uh, the art decision with um, with Hawkman, and it is Brian Hitch's Madame Xanadu. Okay, the way he drew Madame Z- does Hitch even know what <laughs> Olivia Newton-John looks like? Oh my gosh, <laughs> he doesn't. But anyway, um, that's about all I've got in comics. I, this week. So that was it's a so lot funny. for me. I got to pause this. Yeah, that movie is so bad. The movie Xanadu. <laughs> And I had to see it in the theater with my mom twice. My mom was such a huge Olivia Newton-John fan that we went and saw that movie in the theater twice. And I'll admit that when I saw it, it was one of those things that my mom and me would go to the movies. And this is so long ago. And uh, I used to just like anything that I went and saw. And that includes the Village People movie, You Can't Stop the Music, and all these things. These seem to be the movies that I was, you know, taken to and whatnot. 
And I went and saw, I actually really enjoyed Xanadu for a while. And uh, me and my mom, again, we saw it twice in the theater. And I used to go, uh, the the way that this all worked out is if I went and saw a movie with my mom like that, then that would allow me on a Sunday afternoon, my mom would take me to this theater where it was connected to a mall. And this is way back. So that actually was something that didn't happen a lot of times. But in uh, Warminster, where we lived, uh, they had this like kind of a strip mall thing it looks like now. But it was a kind of a mall with a movie theater there and she would let me go see a movie while she shopped and the Sunday afternoon they would play like older things like the old Sinbad movies and things like that and so I I really I would go see anything with her to be able to see those movies but I remember Xanadu I really liked to get ready to go to the model city and I'm going to see uh, Stars for Heroes from Innovate Wrestling. There is a 20-person cool. battle royal as the main event. It's kind of like a Royal Rumble type where people yeah. enter and then there yeah, will be you, a, he sent a tweet. An I enter saw every, you know, so, some interval, either 60 minutes or 60 seconds, two minutes. Uh, to, and it's, uh, I say 20-person because it's not 20-man. And Nicole Payne will be participating in that. And if you've ever, ever seen her in the ring, you know that... I have not. It wouldn't count her out from having a chance to win because she is one uh, tough lady. Um, so anyway, so that's what I'm doing tonight. And I apologize. This um, podcast might come out during the middle of the week or maybe next week. Jim might be taking a week off this week because I invited him to accompany me to the Model <laughs> City to <laughs> yes, see he did. Stars for Heroes from Innovate Wrestling. So I'd Jim, like to see that. I might see you there tonight. I'll be there. And I think uh, Mrs. I Jackson was there, and I are right? going to go to Bays Mountain beforehand oh, and Bays maybe Mountain. take in some nature and some uh, I, and some turtles. Take a barge ride, maybe see some some of the uh, exhibits there because Ooh. I like to explore the natural beauty yes, that we are do. afforded here in East Tennessee. And since we're going to Upper That's East nice. Tennessee for a bit, the Tri Cities area, we thought we would take advantage of some of the uh, some of the different attractions up there. Besides oh, just going to, I a, thought he was going to talk about some like hubba hubba stuff. Or he, he started getting a little sexy talk. <laughs> and that being said, I do need to get out of here because we are about to go. Oh. And I guess that's about all I've got for this week. So until next week. Let's see, um, turn off that spotlight, power off that Patreon spotlight. Remember, it is uh, patreon.com slash weirdscience where you can get all kinds of shows from people like the Phantom Reviewer. Oh my goodness. I hear he's a Dracula. He's a Dracula. And uh, let's see. So let's power off that Patreon spotlight. Yep. All <laughs> kinds of shows on Patreon. Uh, yeah, plethora, so, okay. Like I say, a plethora of veritable Coming up the, the of pop culture shows, show this Jim's Monday. Other review podcast yes. where he talked about. Um, this week he also talked about uh, Tomb Raider, it's the Magic Order, which and the Magic I Order. may have got my hands on a copy of that and may be picking that up. Yeah, I and like some it. other stuff, and of course all kinds of. I think this week, uh, this coming week, it will be. I know where I'll, you're I'll going. Close that down and turn it into this. Um, like I said, it's <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Weird Science. Oh. So speaking of that, you never know. Yes. When those guys from the Pop Culture Podcast, although I think it's going to be this coming Monday, it is Monday. Pop up and culture that ass. Keep it weird and see you in seven. See you in the sevens and on the sevens. But yes, this week, uh, Monday will be the pop culture podcast. So everybody can join up and listen to that if they want. Hear Eric gush about the uh, fact that Lucifer is back. I, I hear. I'm sure that's going to be one of his stories. All right. And moving on, we have the next caller that is going to be something i'm sure this will put a smile on dancing mike's face (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, my goodness. He's calling in to the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. Yes. Yeah, I know I've been going a while. Shout out to the Get Fresh crew. <laughs> Poop. 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 my buddy. Break dancing, Mike. Keep up the break yes. dancing. Ding and sound. What do we have here? What is the state of the DC Comics? The sanctuary is coming. It is. It's coming. Where's Eric so I can hear him huffing and saying, oh, my God. Yes. Oh, I'm looking so forward to the sanctuary. Uh-huh. Yes, I know. Everybody is looking forward to the sanctuary. Um, The one thing I was thinking about. Is there any way we put, can put Grandma into the sanctuary? Yes, we can. Oh, she's <laughs> driving me crazy. Yes, Grandma is driving me crazy. And Jim, I just wanted to say, um, the one thing yes. I wanted to say, Jim, yes. is you I'm started here. that DC Comics Marvel Podcast. <laughs> That's not what it's called. And it's you and Eric and Brandon. Brandon. Why Brandon? Richard Richardson was available. Why did you have to get Brandon? It's all Eric. Seriously, Richard Richardson would have slid right in. He does slide in. His expertise. Maybe man, man, grandmom could have slid right in. Oh. But Brandon. Brandon. Yes, I'm throwing shade. Yes, (laughs) Yes, you are. That's it for Richard Richardson this week. We will see you when we see you. Seven on the sevens. Seven on the sevens. Thank you, Richard Richardson, the king of the Get Fresh crew. Beep, boop. And we're going to move on. I think the next call, we are going to go across the pond, as they say. Let's see if I'm correct. What's up? Oh, my goodness. I know that voice. It's the Hollywood kid. Coming at you live. Back again. Uh, Making a tradition out of this. Jeez, every every week. I don't know, Jim. Yes. Let me, let me turn the chair around and get serious. I don't really? know how you do this every week, week in, week out. Holy moly, it's, it's a commitment, and you're yes. re- you're <laughs> you're recording a lot longer than than twenty minutes of pure nonsense. This is real. <laughs> yes, um, you, you 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 aren't messing about, Jim. Holy moly, I suppose Eric as well, but like, eh. you know, he's only eh. there, so, uh, props to Jim. Of yes. course, always props to Jim. You know, he's, he's, he goes through that much in his life. Holy moly, he's, somebody's got to give him props. Somebody. But anyway, yeah, this is uh, the Hollywood kid Hi. coming at you. Freestyle once again Freestyle. Um, for another rant and rave. As you do, it's hashtag NCBD. <laughs> uh, the best day of the week. Because yes. of comics. And then, you I know, I've got. That. What have we got? Here he goes. Got some comics over here. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna reach the hand in, and we're oh, gonna theater of ink. the mind. Simple as that. Holy moly, that's a lot of books. I'm telling yeah. you, like, Ding I don't have space on the bed to take pictures of all these. And <laughs> I saw that picture. I'm gonna need a mortgage. Holy moly, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what's going on to be honest, it's... but um. 
Yeah, sure. Look, we got some books over here, so we do. So uh, I've read some on the bus, as per usual. I'll tell you what, before we get into it, uh, I was sitting on the bus, right? Yeah. About to crack into some comics, Mm -hmm. like like the dork I am. Uh, But when suddenly... I hope that you were hoping that none of those books were pants, as you say. Some yoke comes in off the bus, and I'm telling you, stank of weed. Really? Like, you know, and I'm no party pooper, you know, like, I'm like, <laughs> I am. fair play, you know what I'm saying? But, like, if you're going to come on the bus smelling like that, you know, <laughs> I hope you brought some, <laughs> I hope you brought enough for yeah, for the whole audience, you know, Trevitt Oprah style, and you know what I'm saying? Um, geez, that'd be a fun bus ride. But sure, anyway, uh, on that note, we'll Says get to you. the books, will we? So, I've read, uh, I've read the big... I, I, you see, in my head, I read what I think are going to be the big books of the mm-hmm. week first, okay. uh, which is often not the case, because usually I... I you well, know. then this week he would have read uh, Man of Steel. He would have read, uh, let me think, Man of Steel, not Detective, maybe The Prelude, possibly Hawkman and Plastic. Oh, you, you see, uh, whatever the Patreon spotlight is, I'm uh, well... <laughs> I didn't Don't go read by that. Man. Holy moly! I, I better <laughs> read that before I listen to it. But uh, anyway, the the books I read this week, I read uh, Hawkman yep. number one. Uh, I'll tell you, look at the Patreon spotlight, and half the time it's uh, the badasses messing with me and Eric. That, that's what that is. And Plastic Man number one, big week for number yep. ones actually. Because even on the on the Marvel side, we got a couple of yep, number ones. Do. But before we get to that, we get Thor. into the DC. Um, I read Plastic Man first, and I was really like, you know, I was very excited for Plastic Man now. So was I. I do like a bit of Plas. I like Plas. Uh, he showed up in the JLA. I like Man, which I know my boy Jeremy likes. Uh, the JLA with the Kyle Kyle Rayner, you yeah. know, the only JLA for me. Uh, not <laughs> Steve Orlando's JLA. Oh no, Jesus. No. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, I, I do like a bit of Plas, but I gotta be honest, like I don't know much about him. You know, like I, he, he, I've only ever read him as a supporting character, so mm-hmm. like reading him in this was like pretty funky. You know what I'm saying? But um, funky indeed. <laughs> I don't know. Like I read it, and I didn't really know what was going on. To be honest, I was, uh, I, you know, I read it twice because I, I read it at the start, and I was like, oh, this dude. But it was so Wang. Wasn't it so Wang? I, I I actually was very disappointed with this first issue. I, I thought that it was going to come out of the gate swinging, as they say. And it is a little darker than I thought it was going to be. And again, I've been talking about wanting to have some fun. I thought it was going to be a little more fun. In in the in the red suit, I was like, oh, wait, this dude's supposed to be Plastic Man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, first time I've ever seen the word penis in a, in a comic book. So, uh <laughs> No, every Nightwing has 10 it. out of 10, there you go. But, um, boom, boom. Yeah, you know, like, it, it felt like... Oh, so at the start, it feels kind of, like, pulpy, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, it feels like a lot of different genres in one, which is actually kind of funky. That is. Plastic I mean, it's Man always did kind of seem, like, you know, a bit wacky when you put him up next to, like, you know, Batman or Superman, because he's, like, he's, like, a walking punchline is what he is, and yep. that's why we love him. Uh, but... You know, this book it's it starts off and it's like a uh, like nineteen forties gangster thing. I don't know, and then uh, then it turns yeah. into like a, a murder mystery thing, and then it turns into like a 
uh, well, a comedy. It's always a comedy. But, uh, but uh, you know, then he goes to the laboratory and he gets hit with a, like, gas or something. And is that supposed <laughs> to be what makes a plastic yep, man? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I really, uh, you know, I, I read Reggie's review and that was actually very helpful because he explained some stuff. I was like, oh, the the sage of comic books. know what he's talking about, I'm telling you. But, um, and then uh, your one from uh, uh, Spiral shows up. Mm-hmm. And then my boy, my boy, Eel gets on. like a 12 pack. And I was like, ooh, looking well, Eel, you know what I'm saying. But, um, you know, then then the army shows up. And I'm like, what's just what exactly is going on in Spiral? Yep, a lot going <laughs> it's on. It's pretty wacky, but, you know, I suppose it, that um, that's in line with the. And another thing, when the dead guy, Benny. Uh, like, is he dead? Because yeah, then he, he writes JLA with his fingers. Yeah, yeah, so he's dying. Dead guys can't he's do that last out. time I checked. He's I don't bleeding know. out. He's bleeding <laughs> this out. A, this is a roller coaster ride of emotion. It is. This book is. But, um, Asherlock, you know, I'll tell you what, the art was great. Uh, I agree with know, that. Plastic Man Somewhat. Is great when he's, when he's doing his plastic stuff. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, even if it if it takes a dumbo like me a couple of times to figure out what's going on, uh, you know, I, I'm in for the wild ride anyway. Uh, and I do like Gail Simone. Uh, you know, spoilers alert, uh, Domino came out this week as well. And I'm loving Domino. Domino is like one of my favorite. I don't know. Is it a, I don't know if it's a fresh start book now. Uh, but no. it's, you know, one of my favorite. It's like, never mind X Men Red. Which I know um, <laughs> Brandon. Brandon loves. That's Brandon's favorite Marvel book favorite. Out right now. Fucking Domino. That's where the X books are at these days. But uh, yeah, Plastic Bad's very good as well. Gail Simone, just like firing an all cylinder. You know what I'm saying? Like, holy moly. Like, she knows how to write one of them books. Uh, get her on Batgirl or something. Uh, get, her, get her on more books, yeah. DC. And I know, sure, sure, she's doing uh, what's it called? With the. With the Conan's and <laughs> yeah, now right now she's doing uh, Red Sonia Tarzan uh, at that that I really really like and yeah I like Gail Simone I like her a lot I like her writing this just seems like it seems like it's trying to do too much too many directions it's not as fun as I thought it was and it's a lot more darker than I was hoping it'd be uh, but yeah I got when we're talking about it on the main podcast this week. Kind of say, I don't know. We already have the terrifics. I think I already have enough plastic, man. This just seems to be like, hey, look, we have this now, and I just wasn't in it as much as I thought I'd be. The and the red sonjas, yeah, sonjas, yeah. There you go, sonjas, which Jim likes, yeah, I think, Uh, and I think I think uh, Dancing Mike likes it as well. So. Yeah. Uh, those guys like you know they must be doing something right. So uh, and she did the oh, yeah, and, and the Wonder Woman. Gail Simone can do no wrong. Holy moly! Everybody likes Gail Simone. I think yeah, Gail Simone. So yeah, good on you, Plastic Man. But really, the big surprise because I was looking forward to that and I I had a good time with it. Uh, even though the Wang joke was a bit weird, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It was a bit weird. But um, the book that really. I was unexpected to enjoy, but I still did, was uh, Hawkman. Yeah. Wowee. That's That's my surprise of the week. It is. It it was so good. Eric didn't like it as much as me, which is crazy. But yeah, I really liked it. Oh, like, I do like Robert Venditti. 
Uh, I know we do I'm give him a bit of slack because he stretches out his stories yeah. into like 20, 20 chapters long yeah, over in uh, Holly G and the Green Lantern Corps, but um, you know, he did a good job in this one, I think. Uh, yeah, it's, you know job. what, it's like fucking Indiana Jones with wings, holy moly. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what else. We did. We do give uh, Brian Hitch a lot of, a lot of. Sl- now before he does that, I actually I'm so glad that when I read that, I was like, boy, this is like Indiana Jones, a uh, Hawkman, Indiana Jones. And then I looked at reviews and I heard people talking and slagging things, and everybody's like, man, it's like Indiana Jones. I'm like, all right, finally, everybody can have some fun with something. Back for uh, and and Brian Hitch's art was really good uh, for his, you know, writing ability. But the boy can draw. Yeah, and I'm not really, really good. It's not really like I don't really go for the super realistic, you know. Like yeah, I, I remember I read a, a Brian Hitch or yeah, Brian Hitch was drawing some GLA back in the day. I doing it because I had Kyle Rayner oh. in it, and um, it they, <laughs> they all just looked like they were from like CSI or something. Like it was crazy. Uh, you can play this the sound clip there, Jim. But um, I do have it. This book is yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Like you know. To get like the big, I just uh, blew everybody's you know, ears out. I think, and then the big monkey man that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and yeah, no, I, I liked the, I, I liked it a lot. I thought, it was, and then that splash page with all the different boys. Now, like, I haven't got a fucking clue. Like, never mind about Plastic Man. I don't have a clue who Hawkman is. I don't all either. This stuff. It was like, whoa. There's a Hawkman from the best part. Krypton. What's going on there? Right, that's new. Egypt Hawkman. Yeah, that's mad. That's you know? not That's new. what I was saying. And then evil robot Hawkman. Yeah. With big red eyes. <laughs> Spooky. You know? Uh, it's a good stuff. And then, um, yeah, I do like it though. Because I even, I feel like, you know, I feel like it's not a detriment to me to not know. Because no, we're gonna sure, find out. Carter himself doesn't really know yep. what's going on. He's like, "Oh, I have to, I have to use the past to and the history to to learn about myself." Uh, so, like, maybe while he learns, we we'll will learn. learn. He thought he was teaching him. That's true. But really, he was teaching us. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm f- pleasantly surprised with this one. And uh, yeah, that one's definitely going on the poll list now. I'm happy with that. So, yeah, so far, and you know, I read uh, Man of Steel as well, uh, which is yep. John Wayne's favorite book yeah. uh, these days. How do you go? But, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty good as well. Okay. I think that was one of the strongest. I didn't even have Green Lantern in it, so, and I still thought it was good, so. Next tell you what, does. Best Supergirl <laughs> we've got in a while. Probably because it's the only Supergirl we've got in yeah. a while. But, like, you know, it's nice to see Supergirl. As a likable character once again, holy moly, that took a while. But I agree. Um, yeah, well, uh, well, there's the DC side. Now onto the fresh start crew side. Oh, and um, holy moly, they they fucking they weren't messing about with the books this week. Uh, the number one, of course, with Thor. a bullet, uh, Thor. That was really good now. Yep. Uh, Jason Aaron, like... It's one of my favorites. He knows how to write a book. He I'll does. be honest. Like, you know what I really like about Jason Aaron is... Um, you get this with Avengers as well. Uh, he kind of... He writes the story and, mm-hmm. you know... That's usually uh, first, yes. <laughs> how, how do I put it? He writes the story <laughs> and, you know, he writes it so yes, that... he does. He can, 
get what's going on. Yeah. But, like, he still acknowledges the past. So yeah, imagine, imagine that. A story that you know what's going on. I just like he's very accessible, the writing. Uh, I have fun when I'm reading it. And he is one of my favorite writers now. Uh, once we started doing or deciding we were going to do some Marvel stuff and I was catching up, he's one of the guys right away that I really, really like. But, you know, and you see in this book as well, you see the Avengers and you see in this book, uh, that you know that past stuff has gone down, but as a new reader, you can roll with it. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like alright, well, this stuff has happened, but it doesn't, you're not forced to know what's going on in the past to make nope. it make sense now. It, you know what I mean? Like, you can still to it. just roll with it and have a full grasp of what's going on, but it just really builds up a legacy, if you will, of, uh, the, the, what's going on and like you know you have all this stuff with thor and uh jane foster and i didn't read any of that jane foster i did hear it was very good but you know it was i just didn't read it uh i suppose it's on the marvel unlimited now but sure who's got time to be going on the marvel unlimited i got my hero academia to read straight up but um yeah you know like and then all the stuff with the bifrost the magical rainbow road i didn't know that was i broken. love that holy moly that's bad news isn't it but um yeah spoilers yeah and it's funny as well like i was having a, a right good chuckle with uh odin's son and all his fucking hammers i thought that was a very good yep. idea uh and the juggernaut he's pretty cool now this guy uh mike del mundo uh he was on avengers uh back in a while ago i didn't really like him on avengers i didn't really think it fit really but like you know thor's all about like uh you know God stuff and yeah. mystical. Thor is about God stuff. You are correct. And mumbo jumbo. Yeah. I think, uh, were you too close to this guy on the bus, Luke? <laughs> is there a possibility you may have been sniffing this guy's jacket too much? No, so uh, I suppose it's it kind of like painted. Is it painted? I, I, don't I usually don't like that style. I really like it. Right, but kind of like flowy you know what i mean flowy like, i think you were too sheeps. close to this guy it works i think you're are I you think. looking at that's your hands think, right now you kids two cents um yeah it's nice stuff and then a bit at the end that was cool and the spoilers alert fucking wolverine with the phoenix force i was like holy moly uh and it says to be continued that's the worst part it said to be continued in thor 5 I was like, five? Yep. That's ages away. Holy, it that's is like ages months. away. I want to know what's going on with that. You're right. Uh, but I also want to know what's going on with Mad Max, Thor, <laughs> and his buddies. Uh, that lo- Yeah, it all looks like good stuff, to be honest. I'm looking forward to I that. I agree. And as I said, Domino was also... Like, you know, I like Domino. Fucking, I know a lot of people Domino don't. is like one of my, f- my favorite X-Men books coming out right now. Like X-Men Gold, X-Men Red, X-Men Blue... It's all right, but like Domino, Domino is where I, I I'm loving it. It's, it's really like you get some you know fun funny laughs. You get some great art. Get some quality action. You get some yeah. harrowing backstory that hits you right in the feels. Oh hey, this book's got it all. Holy it moly! Does. Roller um, coaster. Good stuff. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least, uh, Venom issue yeah. two. Was pretty good. Uh, you, you get to learn. I tell you what, Ryan Stegman. Mm. Yeah, I, I was going to mention. I, you that. know, Ryan Stegman's art is usually like so. I was going to mention that when you were talking about Thor, and I didn't know if you were going to talk about Venom. That art is so good. Uh, I thought that this issue was a little down, though. I don't know. It's 
it didn't hit me as much as some of these others. But uh, yeah, that art is unbelievable. Cartoony kind of, but uh, Frank Martin on the color is doing a fucking really good job on making it look like like bringing out detail and making it all like dark and gritty, uh, like which is probably what a Venom book should be. Yeah, it's all like blah. Venom, you know, uh, but like <laughs> Venom, yeah, huh? Book is like, right? Oh. And then the bit in space was cool, uh, and then and then I love it. Spoilers again. Uh, when Here we go. the symbiote dragon shows up, I hope he doesn't blow up the moon. Holy moly! Yeah, uh, really. But um, yeah, symbiote dragon shows up and he's wrecking town, and then everybody's like, "Oh, Spider Man's on the scene," and then you're like, "Oh, it's Peter Parker." So we're gonna get some, you know, Peter yep. Eddie action going on here, and then. It turned a page, and it's only Miles Morales. Yeah, nice one. Because like I don't know, I'm sure they've showed up. I I've I've never seen. Well, I haven't I haven't read uh, Miles's own book in a while, but uh, you know, I don't think I've ever seen Eddie and Miles, uh, you know, interact before. Really? Uh, well, I'm sure they have. I remember there was one cover in Civil War Two, which had them both. I don't think they even showed up in the book. I don't know. <laughs> that was that was <laughs> that just straight up false advertising. You know yes. what I'm saying? Um, but uh, do you yeah, know what no, I am saying? Donny Cates is doing a great job. I don't yeah. even read half the books. Like I know he's doing that Cosmic Ghost Rider. I'm not reading yep. that. I'm not reading Thanos. Donny, uh, yeah, there's another guy that I really, really like. Uh, I'm not reading any of them, but uh, he's doing a great job on this. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff, and the art. Mm, yeah. I you want these fresh art books like I don't blame like you know DC you know is well mind you they got some problems in new number ones out this week but um you know yeah. I, 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 I I can hear where you're coming from I'm a positive guy but I can hear where you're coming from guys with it with it not being so hot you know what I'm saying yeah, but it's, it's these down. fresh art books I like them it's pretty hot you know what yep. I'm saying but you know what it's the hottest lit. thing of all is that's right <laughs> it's the Weekly My Hero there Academia update. Jim there we go. Second. I check uh, out. And you know what? There's no new, uh, no oh. new volumes out this week. Uh, you know, Volume 13 was last week, and then Vigilantes was the week. I, I, right. I hear Vigilantes. I hear that my boy Josh might be reading it, but he didn't no. sound too excited. Maybe. I don't blame no. him because, you know, he doesn't really like the, the pages without no, the color. But you look, um, oh, yeah, but uh, w- the news that we did get was uh what was it oh uh my hero academia one's justice which is like a fighting game yeah uh, I did available see that. on the nintendo switch and the playstation 4 oh uh maybe the xbox i don't know what about the xbox uh, I, I don't know anybody with an xbox so i, I we have know. two uh, who cares go play your halo but um, oh my goodness that is such a dated reference uh yeah it's coming out in <laughs> october you? Wowee. I'm a PlayStation guy myself, but uh, somehow uh, my kids finagled my oldest son, Alex, to buy them a second Xbox so that they can play uh, Fortnite together. It's already coming out in Japan in, like, September. So, like, you know, or no, it's August, actually. I think it's August. So, like, you know, one month, boom, just in time for Halloween. And I think Volume 15 of the manga is coming out in October as well. It doesn't seem like it connects to Halloween. October is a great month for My Hero Academia. Well, (laughs) I think Halloween, I think. My Hero Academia. Every month is a great month for My Hero Academia. That's what I hear. You know what I'm saying. I know what you are saying. I heard you, Jim. You were talking about E3. It was all announced on E3 that's going on this week. 
I yep. heard you, Jim, saying uh, you d- you didn't really follow it anymore. Nope. That's, a, that's a shame. You yeah, know, cause it is. Some good stuff coming out of this E3. You know, I'm we got so the out of it. Spider-Man, uh, which I know my boy Trevor, he's looking yeah, forward that looks to. Awesome. I'll tell you what, that's going to be... You know what? You, you know when Arkham Asylum first dropped, and everybody was like, "Whoa, this is no. great! It's going to be like that, but with Spider-Man." I'm telling you, you see that trailer? I saw like, it. Rhino showing up, looking badass. Electro, Mister Negative, he's cool. I actually have liked a lot of the older uh, Spider-Man games. Cool. Uh, oh, Scorpion, he's cool. Uh, even the Vulture—they made the Vulture look cool. Wow, we yeah, there. It's good stuff. Like, yeah, no, I'm and then the open world, just swinging around. Uh, one of the first games I played on the PS2. Well, not one of the first games, but one of my favorite games I played on the PS2 was uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, which is based on the Ultimate Spider-Man nice. comics. Which, like, that's probably I didn't watch uh, Spider-Man cartoon. Telling you, I was just trying to think of what the last Spider-Man game I played. I think it might have been Shattered Dimensions. I'd have to look into it, but I think uh, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions was the last Spider-Man game, and that's probably like seven, eight years old. And uh, yeah, I, I have not played many games since we started the site in the podcast. I just don't have the time. Tune right. It's probably that game that got me into Spider-Man. It was that good, and you could help citizens in distress uh, do all sorts of good stuff that was a great game Uh, so like you know this is going to be a great game too I imagine Uh, and (laughs) Insomniac uh, are the guys making it and they've done uh, they've done Ratchet and Clank and I do like one of my favorites so it's going to be good stuff I imagine and yeah we got a bunch of other games you know oh Resident Evil 2 uh, that seems like a game that you would like, Jim. I no, actually, uh, me and Eric were talking about this. Yeah, I'm going to have to pause yeah. it a second. Well, really, the most yeah, we were talking about this, and the remake uh, that they did of Resident Evil for the GameCube is one of my favorite remakes of anything ever. I loved it. I loved playing that. And uh, I ended up playing... I, I Resident Evil 2 is one of my favorite games. I ended up, obviously, playing it on the PlayStation. Then I played it on the upgraded version on the Dreamcast. And I remember thinking that was so great the problem is is you had that resident evil you know the first remake and uh i think they waited too long for this number two and i just wonder i i fear that it would be changed a little too much and i don't know i i'll i might check it out i might check it out that is one of my favorite games of all time i actually a lot of people that the first time i actually watched my buddy brett play through resident evil uh without playing and then played it after he watched it but then when resident evil two came out i i loved every second of that then later when i got the dreamcast like i said i I really liked it then later ethan my son ethan was he gets into retro games and stuff like that and older things and he wanted to go back and he's like can we play the playstation one resident evil 2 and i'm like yeah we could do that and we put it on i'm like i I can't even deal with this (laughs) i can't even look at it so maybe the upgrade something for him uh to go back but i think it's more of a curiosity now than actually something that you know, you need to play and things like that. I'm so far removed from Resident Evil games in general because of the the crap that has come out recently that I haven't enjoyed that I don't know if I will play, but uh, I'll check it out. Part one is My Hero Academia 1's Justice coming out in October, and it's going to be great stuff. I'm not like, I'm rubbish at fighting games. I'm rubbish at a lot of games, to be honest, but... uh any news on that Final Fantasy VII remake? Any news on that coming out? I, I'm so out of it. That was I've been, I remember uh, probably 12 years ago yelling about that, and now here I am. Yeah, I'm no good at fighting games. 
but I'm going to buy it anyway, of course, because it's My Hero Academia, so like, you know, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta, you know, support what you love, but, yeah. um, sure, look, we'll, we'll see how it goes, and you can customize characters as well, so like, you know, geez, maybe I'll just spend all my days customizing dudes and not actually fighting anybody, that sounds like good fun, but sure, look, on that note, you know, we'll, we'll, I think we'll call yes. it a day, because it's... 20 minutes at this stage holy moly I, I I I gotta say I'm loving the new Rant and Rave format oh. I'm loving uh, you know you get really good concise raves and rants from Jeremy who who did like a thesis last yes. week it was amazing he did he took Tom King to town he did and, and, and called didn't him buy him dinner I'll tell you that but, no um, he didn't and then obviously Dancing Mike's always good yeah. And then you just and got you. me in the middle, just and talking you. a load of nonsense for twenty in minutes. In the middle again, like, you know, you know that, that's that's, that's what it's just about. Another element to the rant and raves that yes, needs to is. be portrayed. I imagine. I don't know <laughs> now. Like I gotta be honest, I don't know if it's gonna be. Are you justifying your rant and rave now? Luke? <laughs> rant and rave next week because I'm away. You know, um, I won't be so around for CBD either. I'm I'm away. To Everybody's Italy, away next week. Uh, Italy oh, Italy. For, oh, oh my goodness. For for a while um, fancy I'm going off to see my sister uh, who's working over there she's a teacher apparently really? I don't know and I'll get a load of this right apparently she teaches like Mr. Ferrari himself really? one of his kids oh <laughs> that's fancy mad stuff you know uh, I don't know why we don't uh, I don't know why we're not all driving Ferraris yeah really uh, here in Leakslip because of that but you know maybe Mr. Ferrari's because you, you're always drunk that's why you'll, you'll wreck them. That's why you, you can't get anybody around your area. Anything that would go fast. It's a bit tight for cash. Well, no, he probably isn't because he's Mr. No, Ferrari. But he I would not be Sherlock. tight for cash. I don't no. even know if they do comic books. In, in, I, in I, I don't know. I don't know. So maybe we'll have... You could always go digital, though. Look, you could go digital. I suppose I'll, I'll find out and report back. So uh, <laughs> look forward to that. Mr. Happy Ferrari. <laughs> So until next time, this has been oh ciao, Ariza Dirty. This has been a Hollywood Kid. XOXO. There you go, and that is Luke. Thank you, Luke. We have a couple more to go, and then we'll be done. We're gonna start with this one. That that is a personal thing for me, I believe, by what it is titled. But we'll see. Uh, here we go, and this is the one, the only one this week that was actually called into the rant and rave line. Here we go. Hey, Agent. Hey, Eric. This is Buddy's Elephant Shit. Yes. Buddy's Elephant Shit. It's Buddy's Elephant Shit. Now, yeah. <laughs> there you go. From all those years ago. That's uh, right. Uh, are you actually coming from inside my mouth, possibly, or my nostrils? I've made a life of myself since then. You know? And I know it's been a while, Jim. It really has been a while. I think yes. maybe your daddy was alive then. He was. I mean, Thanks. He calls in on Father's Day to remind me of that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You are a piece of shit. Sorry hear your daddy passed away. Uh, Eric, uh, I'm not so sorry. Uh, you know. Oh, my goodness. Not, he wasn't really in uh, much in your life. And that, <laughs> this is... This is the worst week for Eric ever. It's Father's Day, 
Uh, and this is the week when he's going away next week. He is going to go to his father's grave. Uh, I don't even know where my father's grave is. Uh, I cannot find it today to go spit on it. Uh, but no, it is something that actually is very uh, upsetting to Eric. And I always know uh, I have to cheer him up this week by being so positive with the books. But you will hear later, if you listen to the main podcast, there is a point where Reggie brings up me and Eric's fathers. And I jump in with a story, and basically I jumped into that story because I thought that Eric might start crying, and I I was really uh, hoping that he wasn't that upset. So yeah, you'll hear me just out of nowhere just start telling the story about when my dad first told me that he loved me. (laughs) It was more to to get the the, uh, spotlight off of Eric and and his father and his feelings. Uh, I'm calling because I've been listening to your podcast. You know, one day I was just on the, uh, on the internet. It's true. I, I did hear a lot of pieces of shit listen to our podcast, too. It, it's all coming together. And uh, I said, hey, I know that name, Jim Warner. Yeah. And I said, hey, that's a guy. You would know that's me. That's a guy who I covered with myself. Mm-hmm. All over him. And he had it's like the symbiote. me, and he ran around screaming with me. Yep. And, you know, I thought it was such an... Uh, it was a bonding moment, I think he'll say. Uh, Bonding moment. There we it's go. Bonding moment. <laughs> but then you, you you washed me away. Yeah, I did. But I lived. I lived it as you can hear. And I probably washed you away a little later than most would have wanted, though, because I was running around. You can hear on your podcast. You're listening to a talking piece of shit. Yeah. How about that? It's just on like the, just like the regular podcast. The podcast. It's a miracle. Well, no, <laughs> let's say it's not a miracle. No, you know what's a miracle? What a miracle is is is, is achieving. The unbelievable. And I think it's unbelievable the amount of hate you toss toward TK. Hey, look. Yeah. I might not know too much, you know. I am. Now I have a piece of shit yelling at me about Tom King. This is like just regular life. What's going on? I'm talking piece of shit. I'm talking <laughs> right now on your show. On my your show. podcast. Yes. You're having a talking piece of shit. Yes. Every Making week. a phone call to your podcast. That's the very first. That's the very first. Maybe that's no. where I was going originally. But let's go back to TK. All right. Let's just say one thing. One thing. TK. One thing. There he goes. I don't know. I hate. Okay. I get it. I mean, I, I guess I get the whole, like, it's uh, it's not quite characterization. It's all symbolism. Yep. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Tell me. I'm, I'm busy. I get busy. I got things to do, right? The pieces of shit usually have things to do. I'll give them that. And my life is full of just small doses of emotions. Yes. You know, I get an emoji. Hey, I know that's a laughing emoji. That must mean (laughs) somebody's happy. Ooh, I see a sad emoji. Ooh, that must mean somebody's sad. I look on Instagram. I got pieces of shit sending me pictures of them being on vacation. Yeah. Or having being at a funeral when the dog died. Pieces you know, of shit. I, that's how I get the emotions. It's all this. Same when here. I to the movie, I listen to the music. The music tells me, oh, this is a sad moment. This is a scary moment. This is a happy moment. This is a heroic moment. And that's what I get out of a little bit of Batman. Nice. I get my little moments. You know, it's an easy book. You know, I don't even buy books. I download them. I just, you know, send an email to chat and say, hey. Chad. I mean, I, I tell you, I, I don't mind that a piece of shit likes Tom King. I'll never complain about a piece of shit liking Tom King's writing. I, it makes sense. But send me that link. You send me the link. 
And then I take the link. You take it to I the download link. download the comics. You know which one's the first one I was going to? I go to the Batman. You know why? Because it takes five minutes to read. Five fucking minutes. That's a, a, a piece of shit's busy. A piece of shit that is the piece of shit in here. Is he downloading illegal comics? Because yes, that is a piece of shit. Five fucking minutes. I get all the motions I want. Boom. You got to try everything other stuff. Hey, drags and drags and drags. I don't have the time. I don't have the time, Jim. <laughs> I, I understand. I got to be a piece of shit somewhere else. I, I got to be a piece of shit to other people. I got to be a piece of shit to the world. If I spend all so you just have to go and be a piece of shit. That's what you're there for. That's what we're here for. Just reading, you know, dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. Yeah. And I don't get much out of it. What's no. the difference? What's the fucking difference? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm a piece of shit. What, am I what can I say? I don't know. By the way, you got a piece of shit calling your phone, your podcast right now. Yes. It's the first. A talking piece <laughs> of shit calling in. Yes. An actual, yes. literally, piece, piece of, shit of shit from from years back. I got it. Anyways, I mean, you are a piece of shit. I can tell you're a piece of shit. I hope this makes sense. It, it does. does. It, it's everything makes sense. It's now. A weird, twisted way. I hope that makes sense. It does you know? I, 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 I and maybe I don't get exactly the same thing out of Mister Miracle. Mister Miracle. Sometimes that's the thing, though. Sometimes I need to hear from a piece of shit to kind of reset my batteries. Uh, the the pieces of shit out there are always there to talk to me and yell at me, and sometimes that does make me think a little more. So I'm glad that I hear from a piece of shit. Is a look at Mister Miracle. Oh, he's gonna have a kid. Okay. You'll have to make it tough. Now, you can't tell me that a piece of shit likes Mr. Miracle as well. I mean, really? Choice, I guess, based on what I heard on your last podcast, which of you made some good points. But it's not, it's, it's not about building this whole thing. It's not about, you know... And I'm glad that you called because I've heard from a couple pieces of shit this week about what this book is about. So I need another piece of shit to tell. Putting something in... Before and then coming back to it. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. I don't even remember don't half of what happened. I just want to get through it. Get no, my, just get, get through my it. Fix. Get my fix. Yeah. I mean, go out, you know? Piece of it's shit. Like, it's like, um, it's like Eric with the cigarettes. You know, he like. Ooh, you piece of shit. He's quit. He quit the last two days, you piece of shit. Got a six. Got a six. Well, I see he's not smoking anymore. But he's not that, drinking there soap. you go. See, even the piece of shit knows. You know why he's not drinking the soda pop, right? He, he's not drinking the soda pop, you piece of shit. He's not drinking the soda pop, you're going to be a real fatty this time. He yeah, don't want to be a fatty. He though, doesn't want to be a fatty piece of shit. That's how, that's how I am. Fatty! He doesn't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'm going to let you go. I hope... Uh, Thank you. Thank you, uh, piece of shit. Chat maybe a little bit later. Maybe I could come over. You know, no. spend a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. I like to hang out with uh, other this people. This is a buddy's of shit. shit. <laughs> Saying goodbye and good night. Good night, you piece of shit. There you go. Ah, I always love to hear from a piece of shit now and again. Uh, yeah, I got in fights with people about Mr. Miracle this week. Uh, and really, mostly my main problem with the Mr. Miracle, just to end on that, is the idea that we're getting 12 issues, uh, with four issues of story. And that kind of gets me mad. It's not just that I don't get it or I went, it's the idea of stringing us along for this many issues to give us the final issue that things will be revealed. And this could have been a, at the most six issues. Make it a six issue. 
issue mini, not this nonsense. And it kind of did get me upset. I think that the 12 issue deal, you know, you get the full huge trade, but also that's what Vision was. It was 12 issues. And I think they're trying to mimic that so much. And Tom King said that when he came, uh, Dan DeDeal went up to him and said, you're going to write us your version of Vision at DC. And that's what this is. And, and even that gets me mad. But I'm going to end this rant and rave show uh, with a voice of an angel, one of the two voices of angels. This is not Josh Ramelian. Uh This is Rimmer. Oh, there. there. <laughs> I'm going to have to turn that down. I think that Rimmer is calling from a wind tunnel, but we'll see. Here we Guys, go. There it's we go. Chris, or Rimmer. Rimmer, indeed. As, you, uh, as you've deemed me, yes. along with others in my life, uh, <laughs> which is the most gracious of nicknames, because it's just my last name. Yeah, and uh, everybody, when I grew up, I was just Werner to everyone, and I didn't like that either. Not a play on the job things that my name could be yes replaced with or used as if i'm making any sense oh you, you know are I, mean. uh, I was just calling because i heard during one of the mail sections someone likes the my call yeah uh, just you know reporting in about tom king falling yes and all of that uh prayer in the park so i pray, love pray around the gather around the flagpole and pray Whatever they call it, yep. that doesn't really string together as well it as you want it to. But I don't know what it's called. Uh, yeah, no, uh, no unveiling happened. You guys were a little worried that he uh, busted. Me. I don't know. Uh, blew me out of that. Blew me. <laughs> blew you. What, what is it? Now I know your nickname. I knew your last name. Oh my goodness. Uh, no. There's some Freudian slips going on here. There, River. What do you know what I'm trying to say? It revealed a secret Yes, I, I revealed that, and I thought that maybe you didn't want to get the uh, flack for that. No, it's, no, it's just me. Just me, it baby. It was. All, a rimmer all up in ya. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, rimmer. I hardly know her. But... Ball, liquor in the back. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying now. That was no character. I <laughs> never, never called in... As a character, no, so I, no, that never I, happened. I don't really know. Uh, I mean, I, other than I, I am one of Dancing Mike's many characters, that is and true. The sort of take on this particular character, Rimmer, is that he's self-aware. Yes. I'm self-aware. Yes. In that, I'm a player in an overall narrative that Dancing Mike, this play that Dancing Mike calls life, is piecing together at his own will so it's a fun little character that he's come up with and, and I, I will reveal that uh you are not a piece of shit either so but uh you know there he's happy to be it um, yes i think you know your voice has invigorated me at the end here it's a pretty good voice and that it's not yeah is I so like obviously it. dancing mike you do have a bit of a dancing mike sound though i will tell you that both of you sound somewhat alike uh but you know I think we're on to something. He's a talented one, that dancing one. Yes, he so. is. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad to see that Tom King... <laughs> Tom, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Uh, if there is one. Uh, yeah, you know, Tom King survived. No yes, lasting in, in injuries nope. or internal bleeding or anything like that to take Nothing. him out. So he's here. His wife got there in time. And uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw him on that late night with Seth Meyers show. Yes. Um... He's, he seemed a little odd. He seemed a little different than he is. It's probably because he's on TV. It'd be, it'd be probably pretty nerve-wracking. But yeah. 
Oh, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I give him all the kudos for that. There's no way. I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, he seems pretty energetic, and he was actually kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, so I, I enjoyed it, but he was very different than like other one-on-one. Like His whole demeanor and... and personality seems completely different I think. I think that he was you know he was nervous but also I think that that's kind of you know even I think that anybody if you go on you kind of put on this other persona to be able to do that and yeah he seemed funny and again probably so. nerves I would imagine yeah. but uh I hate that like you know we have fun with Tom King we have yeah. fun talking about a him lot and, of fun and, and little, little and f- fucking soiree we're having a, a, a jamboree sketches and whatnot <laughs> But songs, maybe. Uh, I, I do feel like he is a nice guy. I think and, he is and, too. You no, know, probably. I actually, I was thinking about this this week, and if this makes sense to everyone, uh, I've read interviews with him, and recently this week, because of that whole sanctuary, the crisis deal, and I read interviews, and at the very beginning, he would talk a lot about why he got into comics, and basically he said it's because he didn't have any friends, and he would go to comics, he couldn't seem to make friends, and I do think that because of that, what he does now on Twitter, that does infuriate me about the whole kind of put things out there so that he can kind of get accolades thrown at him, you know, oh man, I don't know if I'm a good writer, and then you have like, oh man, you're a great writer. I really think that goes deep into the idea that he just didn't have a lot of friends, and and doing Batman, and doing Mr. Miracle has gained you know a deal of his life that he never had where I'm telling you and why I say this is this is exactly why we have the Get Fresh crew, beep, boop, and I do all these things is because I didn't have a lot of friends either. So I really do see that in him, and now that kind of has made me think a little different of it's not just him, you know, oh, I want to have everybody pat my back and things like that. I think that this is kind of what he missed growing up, and a lot of times, like, you know, Michael Jackson, he needed to get that childhood back. He may have gone the wrong way, uh, points out, but a lot of times that people you know you try to get things that were missing in your life and i think that that's what he's doing so i actually i actually think that he's a nicer guy than i was giving him credit for though i still think that sometimes he tries to manipulate people with his tweets he tries to do this and that to get accolades but again it comes from what i can see in these early interviews of his about not having friends and that's a sad thing and that that really is and i'll tell you just to you know back it up a bit uh, I get word sometimes that my son Ethan does not have a lot of friends, and it, it kills me. It kills me so much that I, Tanya told me that at one point that uh, he, uh, this one guy told him, I think maybe Zach told him or told her that he sits in lunch by himself, and that kills me. I'm telling you, I almost want to cry right now, so I can't bust on Tom King that much anymore. I just don't like his writing. Uh, his writing style really drives me nuts, uh, but as a person, I'm trying to you know, pull back the, the deal because I just think that he is a guy who just wants people to love him, and everybody wants that, so here we go. A nice dude. He doesn't really come across that way on Twitter. No. Um, that's the problem. Twitter, you can't really come across as anything. He comes across as, I said, manipulative and kind of needy and things like that. But I think that overall, I, I think that he's a nice guy that just wants people to like him. But in person and like seeing interviews and stuff, he seems like he would be a you know a nice enough guy. So it's a shame all of the the overall sort of deal. But hey, you yeah. know, maybe write a better <laughs> Batman. I I don't like his Batman. And Mr. Miracle's just not for me. 
Uh, but Batman is just uh, this isn't my Batman. Some people say it, it's the best Batman ever. So there. Book. Um, I know that I like Forty Eight a lot more than you guys. Um, after hearing yeah, Jeremy's I... rant and rave, and you too, like both y'all, both pointing out things about it, it really kind of made me go back and look at it. And uh, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> There's issues. Some people though just want to see the Joker, so they'll go with the Joker and and have fun with it and whatever. Uh, it's it's goes down to that deal of what you want out of it and kind of reviewing it versus reading it and reading it and doing it and then uh, with how it's set up. I, again, I still liked it more, um, yeah. but definitely kind of opened my eyes to some things. This this has gotten gotten long enough, so I don't want to <laughs> keep on going. But you know, here's hoping for the future. That's so. not what Luke Hollywood said. Uh, it's it's a rough it's a rough game we play here. He's heading to Italy like a fancy man called. Life yes, with comics, is. but it's we play life it with anyway, comics. and it's it's got ups and downs. A lot of it downs, does some ups. It but does. I'd like I a lot more ups. See you guys see you on the sevens, on or the maybe fourteen. Maybe or, you know, or just keep stacking on sevens. There's no telling when I'm gonna. Yes, I you hope never so. Know. Anyway, see you later, guys. Out. Thanks, Chris. And uh, yeah, with that, oh, I must start it again. Uh, yeah, I, I say this week on the podcast just to end on this note now that I'm almost crying. Uh, the idea of uh, not being positive or being negative and things like that, I say on this podcast that one of the reasons why you can tell that we're positive and tell that we want more and tell that we're doing this and it's, you know, we're wait is because we don't quit. I mean, we aren't enjoying a lot of the books right now, but we keep doing it because we are waiting for it to get better. And I know it's going to get better. I only need a couple things to get better for me to be happy. I, this week, wait till you hear how excited and happy I get about Suicide Squad because I actually liked it. I still, I think I gave it like a 6.5. Maybe I went up to a 7. I forget what I said at the end to be positive um, because I had a lot of fun with it. Even though I don't think it was a great issue, it was fun. And that's kind of what I'm looking for right now. And we're just not getting it. But there you go. There is the Rant and Rave podcast. Thanks, everybody who called in. Uh, and thanks for listening. Uh, just to say, again, we're going to have our main podcast come out if you're listening to this on Sunday when it drops. Uh, Sunday night is when the main podcast comes out. Uh, this week on the regular deals, we have the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast that me, Brandon, and Eric will be talking about Thor number one and Venom number two uh, that uh, Luke was talking about earlier uh, so we'll have those and also on if you go to the Patreon which is patreon.com slash weird science uh, we're going to have our pop culture podcast on Monday uh, I will have my other review show on uh, Wednesday I have no idea what I'm going to review I don't even know what's coming out this week but I think Hit Girl is coming out this week so that would be one that I'm probably going to review uh, we also have possibly the sales coming out this week and if that comes out, I will have my comic sales podcast. Uh, hopefully, we will have a either a seller dweller or a boys toys podcast on Wednesday from Eric. The problem is, is we're going to be working very hard to get next week's podcast up uh, and record it because both Eric and Reggie are going to be away for the weekend. So I can't promise anything other than what I'm going to do, but I will do my stuff. We'll also have the Patreon only spotlight uh, this week, which is going to be two. Two, uh, 
books picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, but also Batman will be on the Patreon again uh, as a King's Corner review. So three books out of this week will be on Patreon. You can go over there. If, if you haven't, you can go over. Uh, you kind of sign up. You won't be charged until July 1st, so there's no reason not to sign up and just check it out and see if you like it, see if we do offer anything for you. And that's the thing. I think that what we do is we try to offer more positive things on that because we get to pick what we do, but also try to diversify the stuff as well. So I have a a news podcast. I just did the Weird Science Comic News podcast on Saturday that was about the heroes in crisis, uh, Captain America, the Max. I mentioned I mentioned a bunch of things in that, but yeah, a lot of uh, things about Ethan Van Skyver quitting DC Comics and and things like that. So if you want to go over, go over, sign up. You won't be charged till July 1st, so if you don't like it, you just quit right before there, and then you have gotten some free looks, and if you don't like it, then that's cool. I don't care either way. Uh, Just give it a shot. That's all I ask. But yeah, that's it. That is it for me. I'm going to go off and eat some lunch and do what I keep doing, as they say, but I will see you next week. Oh, yeah.